Hashtag Fresh Politrix. Please welcome Lebohan Peku, Senior Research and Analyst at Trade Collective. Good morning, Lebohang. Thanks for your time, as always. And the colleagues, yeah. Unemployment diminishes our ability to eradicate poverty, tackle inequality, and improve the lives of the working class and poor. Those are the words of our President Ramaphosa at the Jobs Summit. Your thoughts? What do we take away from the Jobs Summit? And were there any unemployed people here? Or are we speaking Mm. on behalf of people Mm. whose voices were not heard? Were still muffled. So I mean, the, the unemployment summit, the unemployment, the job summit came away with um, the promise to, rec- to create um, over a quarter of a million jobs. Um, we were told that it's a great new era and that it's going to lead to some sort of economic revitalization. My key complaint with it is that it, I really didn't hear anything that I haven't heard before. Mm-hmm. And when I was scanning the papers this weekend, I saw uh, an interesting piece on the National Skills Fund, which talks about, which was actually created about eight years, eight or 12 years ago. It sits under the Department of Higher Education and the mandate there was to create 800,000 jobs. So mm-hmm. it seems as though our expectations are diminishing, in fact. And I wonder, you know, my, my concern is that these processes and these conversations hardly ever look at each other. They mm-hmm. hardly ever mirror each other. So this skills fund is um, supposed to create new um, artisanal, lots of artisanal skills. There's a complaint that um, the kind of graduates that we are creating are really so-called soft graduates, social mm-hmm. scientists and so forth, who don't really, um, don't really fit into the employment market. And we already know what we need. We need the STEM. We need our scientists. We need our technologists. We need our engineers and so forth. And the scarce skills that have been, uh, that have been, that have been um, um, identified under these 800,000 include engineers, include technologists, include people in the nuclear sector. And I didn't hear any mention of that. At the, at the job summit. So uh, it was another disappointing, uh, so far, another disappointing talk shop seemed to be keeping busy type thing, mm. which doesn't coalesce with already existing very solid um, policy plans that mm. have been put aside. I mean, five billion rand, which is not shabby, folks, was already put aside to create artisans. And I mean, there's a conversation we can have about what do we mean by an artisan in the, in the context of engineering, of medicine, of science, of this land debate, agriculture? Do we have people who are interested in working the land, in being geologists, in being soil engineers? Do, what, do, what does it take to get South Africa uh, to get to the next level and to get out of this growth slump? Surely we're not going to do that then if reports are correct that the National Skills Fund that was meant for platforms like FETs and technical colleges has now been reappropriated to universities. What's up with that? Yeah, so fees have to fall. Uh, The state made this loud noise a a couple of years ago. The former president, Zuma, declared unilaterally that indeed fees must must indeed become free after you know thousands and thousands of our young people of our children uh went through trauma and were tear gassed for something that that should seem quite obvious that indeed fees must fall because of affordability because of historical legacies of of dispossession and inequality so the money had to come from somewhere the state then basically plundered another state organ um to the tune of about half five five billion 
in order to subsidize this. The CEO is extremely upset and saying that there's money that had been put aside. Um, 1.5 billion was 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 taken from them um, 2016, 20, 2015, 2016, and then again, 5.7 billion has been taken from them, and they're concerned that the next couple of years there'll be nothing left in the surpluses to do the work that they are mandated to do. How does that make sense if we're saying on one hand that we need artisans to deal with the employment issue, at least as an artisan, Mm. you can even self-employ as it were. Mm. So where does it leave artisans and non-mainstream careers then? Exactly. And I mean, especially because the whole idea of these... um, of FETs or TVETs, as they're now called, is that they're supposed to be occupationally directed. Not everybody can... can, We we need multiple exit points out of high school and into the economy. Not everybody needs to go to university. There are apprenticeships. There are different ways of acquiring children. Exactly as you say, stretch. In an economy which isn't able to absorb everybody, um, which is just not designed to absorb everybody, we've got historical structural issues, Mm. which are a topic for another day. I mean, we've got, you know, intergenerational generational unemployment, let alone the new youngsters who are going to graduate in, in December, which is quite depressing, who are also not quite ready for the workforce. So these pivots, you know, they, 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 they present a, a, an excellent opportunity to give people some sort of something that they can do. And the other thing is it's, it's a mindset, guys. It's, it's the idea that, no, I don't want to be an electrician. Mm. Um, I'm too good to, create, to make chairs. I'm too good to make furniture. You know, it takes an electrician to put a rocket into space. It takes an electrician to put an aeroplane in the air. Um, It takes an artisan to create a pair of shoes. For Mm. somebody like me who owns about 70 pairs of shoes, I have at least 70 artisans to thank for that. Mm. It 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 takes somebody... Um, to, to fix your car. And, you know, we have this idea that I think, unfortunately, that a lot of our younger generation have this idea that being a mechanic, huba mechanic, is limiting, mm. it's shabby, it's, 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 it's entry-level stuff, it's for people under the chi who have completely failed at life. Mm. And yet everybody needs a skill. Everybody, and, 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 you know, the other thing is that there's a value chain which, is, which, can be, which can be applied for that. So if you can build a car, if you can fix a car, then maybe you can eventually build it. If you can build a car, then maybe you can build a van. You can build a bus. We can move to other parts of automation. And again, this is part of the industrial policy. Yet another beautiful um, policy that our country has created, which is sitting like another, you know, another coffee mm. coaster, another thing to, to rest our Jacob's coffee on, um, which nobody is looking at. It talks about the automated sector. So all of these things, I wonder really whether we, our state is, is, is bringing all of these streams together. And uh, there's, lack, there's a complete lack of coherence, which is why people find find it easy to take stuff that was budgeted for and designed to create 800,000 scarce skills and put them into a, an, an, an unbudgeted for um, enterprise rather than finding the fees elsewhere, mm. finding the means elsewhere to fund, um, to fund the, the university school fee crisis, which is a very important part of our skills deficit because people must graduate. 18 minutes after 8, Fresh Breakfast on Metro FM. We're talking fresh politics with Lebohang Peko, Senior Researcher and Analyst at Trade Collective. My question is, we have these job summits every other year and we've got uh, people in industry, but obviously people in very high offices in Kona offices sitting somewhere making big decisions about jobs creation. But we are not 
putting any effort into marketing these artisan uh, jobs to the youth and, and changing the narrative for them to not think that by going to the university and getting that degree is the only way that I can be a contributing member mm. of society. So maybe we need to change the way we are marketing artisanship to mm. the youth to try exactly. and actually curb the, 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 the unemployment rate. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, rather than rather than being seen as something for Batuba Feiti in Kabupilo, um, and who have who haven't been able to 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 move beyond a certain point, we we should look at the sort of economy that we want to create. And so, uh, lots of countries, you know, different countries. I mean, and I don't want to go far, like go to France and go to Italy, who have who built their their economies on artisanal skills. Mm. Go to Senegal. You go to any place in Senegal. The beautiful jewelry that you get there that is still created largely by artisanal by artisanal jewelers. The beautiful shoes you get there, the furniture that you're able to get anywhere in Dakar, any marketplace, which is which is really valorized. And one thing that the state has done there is to is, is to create a fund and to create a level of social prestige, by the way, mm-hmm. to, the, to the idea of having this skill. Of course, they have a culture where it's also intergenerational. So people are born into a particular, mm-hmm. if I may say, caste system, griots, builders, um, 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 tailors, that sort of thing. So people like uh, a person, a person like Do, he's born into the griot caste, mm-hmm. which, is, which are the musicians. So it's almost a given that this is what you are going to do. And nobody's going to look at you funny and say, ah, you're going to sit around under a tree playing a guitar no they appreciate that this is what you are called to do mm. they're willing to fund you they're willing to they're willing to actually they're willing to to some extent create an enabling environment perhaps fund is not the word but create an enabling environment for you to be able to do this we don't have that and it's so unfortunate that one south africa we we do we achieve so much less with so much more we have our NEFs. We have our IDCs, mm. we have this National Skills Fund, mm. we have fund after fund, mm. which really needs to be able to be created. I mean, the NEF is supposed to have created millions of millionaires. If, I mean, last time I read their website, this is what we do. I have yet to meet a single person who can say, yeah, mm. NEF funded me, I became a millionaire. Instead, we read about people who give money away to their friends so that they can open boutique shops. Um, to buy, exp- I mean, that, the scandal with the current CEO, um, you know, where somebody was, was given a, this huge amount of money, 36 million rands, to, to, to set up this fancy shop in Hyde Park to import, um, to, to import um, international designer brands. Mm. I, I, and you just think, that's 30, 36 million rands. So if you given a million rands to 36 million people in this country, how, what, what would we have achieved with that? Mm. Lebohan, let's change gear. Um, Minister Ntlantla Nene has asked to be relieved of his duties. For real? For, it looks like, it looks like, we're, we're trying to see if the letter is, uh, yeah, it looks like. Uh, Should he go? You know, there's a question to be asked around this um, fresh and, and, and colleagues around, yeah, I'm all over the place with this, and I'll tell you why I'm all over the place with this, um, colleagues. I mean, the one thing is, yeah, is exactly that, does one bad decision make somebody a bad person mm. and a bad leader? That's the one question. And I don't have the answer to that right now, so we can talk about that. But the other thing is, is there really a culture in this country of people who have been... Is there a real culture of accountability and of culpability? Mm. Is there really a culture of people who have um, raped the economy, who have plundered state resources, 
who have been found to be, you know, domestic, who have been found to be, uh, you know, bat- viola- violators of women, uh, violent people, you know, Mduduzi Manana. Mm. Is there really a culture of the sort of accountability and ethical leadership that should be a standard? Mm. So in as much as I think that uh, the, the, that Nene has been has been very problematic, I, I wish he had told us a long time ago about his visit to Saxon Road because now it appears that, you know, one, that it begs the question, what were you doing? Mm. Why didn't you tell us? Why did you go to their house instead of you as a minister telling these people to come to your offices um, as, as, as the minister? So it raises more questions than it answers. I agree with that. But I think that we should, we should I, in all of this, I'm wondering whether we, this is a good opportunity to then think about the sort of benchmark of leadership that should be applicable across the board. Mm. And my concern is that there are people who who are still sitting in parliament, there's Batabile, Lamini, I mean there are a whole bunch of people with a whole bunch of uh, of, of really curiously almost who are curious who, who seem to be curiously untouchable. Um, and, and I think that we should be careful to avoid symbolic maskers rather than dealing with the root and the extent of um, state capture, corruption. I mean, I think if we think that corruption and state capture only live in, in, in Saxon World, we're being incredibly naive. Um, if we think that it's only about Mntantlan and going mm. to visit these in this, this one family, um, again, we're incredibly naive. But does this, there, of course, we also need to, the other hand, the finance, this is fine, these are finances. Uh, why is that not so much worse than if it was the Minister of Public Enterprises, yes. um, Lucy Gigaba's association, or if it was the Minister of Water, why is it so much worse? And I don't have the answer to that. Yes or no, should he go? Ah, Joe. <laughs> 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 ah, Joe. Man, it's Monday, Joe. Hey, hey, hey. Um, yeah, look, I'd say in principle, yes, but I would say it should be in the context of a broader uh, of a broader attempt of both the ANC as a party yeah. and the parliament parliament as an institution cleaning up its act. He should go, but many others should go with him. Lebohan, thank you very much. Lebohan Peku, senior researcher and analyst at Trade Collective. What are your views? What are your thoughts? Get in touch. Hashtag Fresh Breakfast. This is Metro FM.